When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Somewhere in the 50s now. He's been in Manhattan in his car for two hours, everybody. And this is all again. He, he, he had gotten into the city early and he went down to Seaport and was heading his way here. And then they just shut everything down because the president is in town for, ironically, uh, touting some infrastructure law spending that they uh, are trying to improve the the Hudson Tunnel, which was damaged during Hurricane uh, Sandy. And he's trying to promote that, which is nice. But it, it, anytime this the middle of the day, just completely shutting down a whole city so you could have a photo op. And so Bart, frustrated, like many of you probably are listening in the car, He's with you, and we're waiting for him to get here. He's working his way here. He'll jump in, and then everything will be fine. But this is, once again, we all, we're all the same. Like, we all go through the same stuff, everybody. Like, we all deal with it. Remember me and the and the train last week? Like, we, this is what we do. So, in the meantime, we'll continue the show, and we'll go a little Han Solo with you for another hour, or at least for a few more minutes until Bart shows up. 800-919-3776 is the number. Um, on the football side of things, News out of San Francisco was not good when it comes to Brock Purdy because they found that the UCL in his throwing arm was torn off that hit, again, from Hassan Reddick early in the NFC Championship game. So they're talking about six months recovery for him. So now the Niners look at their quarterback situation, which they thought might have been solved with Purdy, Mr. Relevant, and then, of course, you still have Trey Lance, who they, they moved up and drafted, and, of course, Jimmy G's going to move on. But listen to Tom Brady on his Let's Go podcast as he was talking about, remember, that's his hometown team, the Niners. Injuries play a role in every game, and, you know, your margin of error changes quite a bit. Obviously, San Fran had really no chance to compete. That was tough just to, you know, see that happen. But and at the same time, it's the reality of the sport. So Philly deserved it. They had an incredible season. They played well on defense. You know, they forced – you know that pass and and the injury to to Brock there on his on his wrist or his his uh, elbow. Anything can happen in the first quarter of the game, and of course it's going to affect the outcome. So you know, yesterday was just if you're relegated to handing the ball off down 28 points or whatever it was there in the fourth quarter, it's there's no chance of coming back at that point. And you heard obviously George Kittle talking about just how much it sucks when you lose a game basically because you don't have any quarterbacks left, injuries and everything else. So. Brady's perspective on this, of course, is just just Brady's perspective, but it does make you start to wonder. Look at that Niners team. They have young quarterbacks, including one now that's coming off a of UCL and you know some un- uncertainty about his situation. Would not Tom Brady fit perfectly there if he wants to keep playing? If his days in uh, Tampa are over and there's already been talk that the Dolphins are not going to look for him if he's going to continue as a free agent, they are all in on Tua. That all the reports are saying. The Miami stuff, forget about it. You know, San Francisco, Bay Area, that's home for Tom Brady. 
So he could go there. And that just kind of brings, you know, brings up, boy, that would be an interesting fit. And let's see. See if you've heard this one before. Short term, because of his age, young quarterbacks, especially one you drafted that needs time. You might have drafted him too soon, too high, and needs more time. Sound familiar, guys? And a defense that is win-now ready with lots of weapons on offense. Sound familiar, guys? Yeah. This is similar to the Jets situation and Aaron Rodgers. So Chris Canny's on Get Up. You know our good friend Chris Canny. And he, he talked about the idea of TB12 showing up for the Niners. We don't know what those two players are right. going to be coming off of those injuries. Top Brock Purdy, the UCL on his throwing arm. You know, Trey Lance had multiple surgeries to fix that broken leg, so there were some complications there. We don't know what those guys are. We do know what Tom Brady is, and I get it. Some of the shine wore off on what happened this year. I blame that on coaching or lack thereof from Todd Bowles, more so than Tom Brady. But the situation in San Francisco reminds me a lot of what it was in Tampa in 2020 when you had a competent head coach and you had the supporting cast in place for Brady to take advantage of. And the part that nobody's talking about is Tom Brady's intangibles and what he brings to an organization in terms of teaching guys how to prepare to compete at a championship level. So let's just play the game. You get Tom Brady in San Francisco. You get him on the Niners and that team ready to win, right? And let's also remember... The momentum of AR-12, of Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, continues to build, as Dan Graziano brought up this morning. I mean, when you think about the, their need, uh, the strength of their roster otherwise, the connections uh, he has on the coaching staff, I, I think it makes a lot of sense. If he ends up being traded, I, I think that's a, that's a spot a lot of people are watching very closely. So imagine, if you will, in a world where the NFL has Tom Brady in San Francisco with a defense ready to win and an offense with weapons. And then in New York, you have Aaron Rodgers on a team like the Jets with a defense that is ready to win, an offense that has weapons. And they get something that we never really got to have, at least in the biggest game. We get a Super Bowl of Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. Grumpy old men in the Super Bowl. They'd have to play the game early because we all know old people need naps. Can't have it late. But still, think about that from an NFL perspective. A Brady versus Rodgers Super Bowl matchup for the ages, literally. Like that, I mean, would there? They've had their careers have been parallel. Yes, they faced each other. Obviously, in the, I believe it was the NFC Championship game. Yes, it was. And so you've had them play in a meaningful game against each other, but I'm talking about the damn Super Bowl, man. At the like at this peak of their career, like think of any other like we never got LeBron versus Kobe. We were close, but the damn Orlando Magic got in the way in '09. Like you've had, they've been close, but you never had those two match up. Think about that matchup. That's bird magic. Although, of course, towards the end. But they still both, you know, can bring it. So how much would you be into that? I, I, you got to admit, the NFL would love that. What an easy sell. The New York market, these two titans, great defenses that can carry. So they both don't have to be otherworldly. I mean, this is, this is 
Starbuck, Bradshaw. Like, like think about the matchups all time. Like, you're talking about two great all-timers going head-to-head in the Super Bowl. be so much fun. be awesome. And it's possible because you're hearing already momentum about Rodgers to the Jets, that the Packers seem more and more willing to make a deal. And the Jets sound like they are all in on whatever it'll take to get them. They get Nathaniel Hackett, who he's got a relationship already with Rodgers. There's plenty of reasons for Aaron Rodgers to want to be in New York and play for the Jets. And then there's San Francisco. And this injury to Brock Purdy might change them a little bit and make them say, Trey Lance is probably our future. Purdy could be our future as well. But we need it right now because this defense, and as Bart always talks about, you you can't keep teams together for long because it's going to cost you too much. Salary cap does go up. I think it's, what did they say? It was 224 next year. And so you get a little bit of, of a little bit of relief, but not enough to keep a team together for a long term. Can you get Brady, who will be playing hometown? Parents are there. What a story that would be for him. So can we make this happen? This narrative of Brady Rogers, the collision course in the Super Bowl next year. Be amazing. And it's possible if both guys decide to make the move. 800-919-3776 is the number. Let's go to Coop in the car. What's up, Coop? Hey, good afternoon, guys. Look, I took a lot of punishment this morning from Dave and RJ over there. They they tried to they forced me to, to, to pick who I love the most, and I picked y'all, and they got mad at me. But I don't care. Let them you know be mad. I, I love the ESPN family. You know what I mean? I still I still support them, and I support y'all too. So um, with A-Rod coming to the Jets, man, I, I, I really want that to happen. You know what I mean? Um, it would be beautiful to see Rodgers and, and Brady in the Super Bowl, definitely. But I would want it to go another way. I want, them, I want my Giants there. You understand what I'm saying? I want <laughs> to see my Giants there next year. And how about, hey, look, you get A-Rod and the Giants and the Jets. That's, that's, that's phenomenal. If that Super Bowl happened, that would be phenomenal. The Subway Super Bowl? That, that There is no – you know what I mean. Whatever you want to call it. The, the, the New York Super Bowl in New Jersey? Yeah. I mean, I, Coop, Coop I, I, I get it. I don't know if the Giants are, are that close. But Aaron Rodgers on the Jets roster would be really interesting. Now, obviously. Like, I, I said hypothetical, right? Like, I mean, I, I, I'm looking at it with, like, just the excitement of – wouldn't that be fun to have a Rodgers versus Brady Super Bowl? And the Jets defense, you could argue, is really good. Like, it's a really good defense. So there's a reason you can make that it could happen. But it's a lot, it'd be a lot easier for the Niners with Tom Brady to get there than for the Jets with Aaron Rodgers because of the obvious. The AFC is freaking stacked. It'd be so hard. It'd be almost impossible. Like, think about it. How difficult of a run that would be. In your own division, <clears throat> you're dealing with Josh Allen, and you, you don't think Buffalo Bills be on a mission? You don't think that they've got unfinished business again? And Josh Allen and company have to get something done because, as Bart said, their window's closing. And so you've got to deal with him. Uh, let's mention Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow. Like, you've got a gauntlet in the AFC to go through. But if anyone can get you there, it's one of the best quarterbacks in the history of the game. And that's why you make this move. Because you want to be in the conversation. As I said, you want to be in the conversation of a team that can get there. And all I'm saying is, if you're the NFL, 
and these guys go to their respective places, absolutely that is something that, as an NFL, you would love to have. You would love to have it. So the door kicks open, everybody. And in comes Bart Scott. And he is worn down from sitting in traffic. New York traffic. You went four miles and it took you two hours. It's the sour hour. I want to choke some damn body, man. Hope the president trip and get a splinter tonight. Dude gets on my damn nerves today. So, now that you're uh, you're all cozy, man, I gotta I gotta I punch somebody in the face. I mean, I I can't imagine I can't imagine what it's like because I've been through it. Remember last year when I was I got stuck in the same damn thing. It's ridiculous. It is a vortex of make a right, make another right, make another right. I'm back where I started because they, they you can't get anywhere. So the thing I brought up was this part is why in the middle of the day yes do you come into the city and think nothing of how I'm about to lock down this whole damn the, the, city. The, the biggest city in the world. On one of the, the busiest, busiest by the way, city in the world. One of the busiest days. Tuesday is, is delivery day. This is one of the busiest days in the city. And this is the day we chose to do this. Terrible. How are you feeling right now? Let me let me let me get it all. Don't worry about it. We've got the dump button ready. Let me feel it. If you can push your grandfather down the steps, today will be one of them days. I want a bad news brown kick Joe Biden in the back of the damn head. He want to come here and do a damn photo op. And I'm talking about, you talk about using up 500 to 1,000 cops. Oh, everybody was on today. So everybody you, was working so, today, overtime. So, so, so you can take a damn photo op mm-hmm. to do something that you don't, y- y'all don't do nothing anyway, but act like petulant children and argue back and forth more committed to party than you are to people. And it's just another example of you putting yourself before the damn people. You sleepy, I mean, you old as hell. Get your old ass up at 8 o'clock and come here before traffic gets busy. You could have got up. Old people don't sleep anyway. You could have had your ass there at 8 o'clock before traffic even begin to come here. That way you couldn't inconvenience everybody. Actually, 8 o'clock is actually the very end of rush hour. It'd be worse to come early. They think middle of the day, everybody's already at work. It's okay. And you don't realize that. What about delivery people? Everything. It's not just delivery. It's everything. There's constant movement in this city. It doesn't make sense. And and here's where, again, I know that that the president likes to think of himself as a regular guy. Took the train, right, when he was going into, when he was working. Always took the train from from, uh, Delaware. And And my thing is always like, if you're a regular dude, isn't there a part of you that's like, what are we doing? What's the deal? Or oh, I'm flying into Manhattan. Oh, then they're gonna, I'm gonna motorcade through Manhattan. Well, I'm gonna shut about, down. I'm gonna shut out down all yeah. rights. How about we don't do that? I'm gonna shut down all rights. Yeah, everything. You so, can't move. So none of these people can move, and you don't for a minute say to yourself, I don't like this idea because it's bad for it's bad our optics. city. It should be bad optics. I think it is. Pisses everybody off. So so I'm driving and I get down there. They say, well, you can't turn up the West Side Highway. Yeah. Well, that's great. My job's off the West Side Highway. <laughs> so then they say, okay, go past the West Side Highway because they won't let you go underneath the, the tunnel or they won't let you go straight. Right. So then I go around mm-hmm. and I end up behind the Sports Illustrated building behind the Brookside Mall. Yep. And the World Trade Center's there. And they say, oh, you can't make a right. Well, what the hell am I? She said, well, go back this way. Well, I just came from that way. And all these cars that's going there, they're about to do the same damn thing I did. Yeah. Because I already did it twice. Just keep you in the circle. Well, I'm sorry. And then finally she says, well, I really don't know. 
Then you shouldn't act like you know then. Well, all she what the hell they give you a all, highlighter jacket all they know for? is to send you that way. The less you know, the better, because you can't get blamed then for no plan. See, that's the other problem is what, there's no plan. It's not like, all right, he's going this way. We're going to a lot of people over here. We got to send them this way. No, it's just straight up. You're going to be inconvenienced, and there's nothing you could do about Two and it. Two and a half so hours. So sit tight. Two and a half hours. Like you picked the wrong day to sit in your car and try to drive anywhere in the city. Bro. Shouldn't have done it. All That's had, on you. Well, all you had to say is the president's coming. Well, they did. Well, they should have announced it where people actually watch TV. They should they should have <laughs> had it. Guess what? When you come through the tunnel, they should have president big, yeah, coming. Yeah, big Plan different. Yeah, that's a good point. If I, you, you, big signs. You can't put it on TV. Don't they usually do gridlock alert? Don't they always do that when the UN is in session? Gridlock alert where? Yeah. Where? Everywhere. I, I could Literally. Got, I could have went up to FDR. You couldn't go up that way either? I, I, I came from the FDR. And then I came back to go up the West Side Highway. I stopped at Seaport to get my damn charger yes. at 10.30. Yes. Guess what Chris Carlin and, and Canty said? What? Hey, Bart, they say you got a minute to get on? I said, no, nah, I got to get down there. I was like, well, I got like 50 minutes. They say, oh, no worry, you you can make it. I said, no, nah, no, nah, I, I got to go. It looks, it, you know, <laughs> two and a half hours later. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I've done half the show for you, so I think I should get half your pay today. Yeah, you should. And guess what? What? We, I shouldn't have to pay taxes on this week's check because they wasted my taxpayers' money mm. to give a bunch of cops overtime. Well, Cause, don't cause, blame the cops. It's, it's not their fault. No, I'm saying. They had to work. But, but my, but my, but my ta- no, they're getting overtime. But they had to work. But standing up. Well, they, they ain't doing no damn cop work. They, they, had they ain't doing no damn not, cop work. They, they standing on the damn Don't corner. blame them. Listen, this is the, this is equivalent to the people on the, on the contract, the, con- the, the uh, construction workers. That spend the slow stop sign. Yeah, that guy's making $25 an hour. <laughs> you are just taking a flamethrower to everybody. It's ridiculous, man. It's a waste of resources. It's a waste of money. It's a waste of time. So you can take a damn photo op to act like you're responsible for doing something. Kick yeah. rock. See, to me, that's the part. If we can just put a bow on it. The part that it'll never get to him, nobody will ever bring this up to him. And I'd love to get him on the show. I'd love to have him on just to have a conversation nah. with him about this. Wait till I, I do just first, say him, wait till I do first like, take do you, Friday. Do you ever I'm think Joe wasted my damn time? Do you ever think to yourself I ain't voting for you next time? Do you ever think to yourself, where am I going? I'm going in the middle of Manhattan, and you're gonna take me through motorcade, which I know up the West Side Highway will close all these roads off and it's gonna inconvenience a whole lot of people. Can we do something else? Like, should we just not do that? Why don't you do take, it somewhere else? Why don't you take the helicopter there? And the whole point is, is like, it looks better when you're there at the spot. It looks like, you know, boots on the ground, like you really care and you're, you're in, you're, you're bro, present. Bro. It's so important. Your presence how, is important to these people. How, how, hey, no, it's not. We how, don't need you here. How bad is our security that it takes 500 cops to secure the safety of the president? I mean, it is pretty important these days. How bad is the security that it takes 500 cops. It's more like how dangerous is the world. Then keep your you ass, well, keep that. your ass in the, in the damn White House then and come to us via satellite. <laughs> how about that? If it takes all that for you to feel like you safe, then keep your ass at home. Or, or just No, you know, keep your ass at home. Do it on a I don't care whether you're in Chicago, why do you do it on a Sunday, Detroit, a I don't care afternoon. if you're in Florida, do wherever it. you go, keep your old ass at home then. Why not do it on a Sunday when there's less people around? You know? Like like Sunday at like yeah, do it 10, on the weekend. 10 a.m. 
Do it on the weekend. Ain't nobody here. 10 a.m. Do it on the weekend. Oh, you don't work weekends? Bart's mad. I hope when he walk into the bathroom tonight, he stumps his big toe. Toby just go, ow. And he loses toenail. Is it like a felony to to say things like this about the president, Dina Han? Can we look that up and see if Bart's now committing any type of federal crimes just saying these things on airwaves? Well, he's going to put those cops to work if he is. <laughs> well, at least they'll be doing something other than sitting there high-fiving each other, getting overtime for doing nothing. Well, speaking of uh, getting paid to do nothing, LeBron James uh, is listed officially as questionable for tonight's game at the Garden. I just saw it at 7-Eleven.com because I was literally sitting in traffic yep. that he's going to play tonight. Yeah, well, Dave McMenamin, I know you've been listening to the show, uh, he did report right before the show started that his sources are telling him that LeBron will play tonight. But I was, uh, I was, I was listening to church music, so I wouldn't come here and karate kick the first person <laughs> that bumped me on the air or bumped me while I was walking down the street. Yeah, and I'm illegally parked because I wasn't going to walk two damn blocks. Uh-oh. You're going to have a boot on your uh, whip. And I'm a dry, I'm a stone-cold stunner, whoever booted my stuff. There's uh Yeah, I'm illegally parked, so what? Anthony Davis uh, is probable for tonight. But uh, Patrick Beverly is out. No Pat Bev, man. That stinks. Who's going to yell at the refs? I know. Although since he's not playing now, we could we could probably chop it up with him though. I wonder if he, I wonder if he grabs the, a camera and gets tech, technical foul in street clothes. One of the funniest things ever. All right, let's let Bart kind of like decompress. We'll get your calls, 800-919-3776. I feel like this next segment should be more of like a- My mama called me, where you at? De-stress segment. I said, I'm in traffic, ma. Because Biden decided to come and inconvenience my life. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. And Bart, as I mentioned earlier, Islanders made a big trade yesterday. I saw. Bo Horvat is a uh, top. He, yeah, he comes to the team and he's their highest goal scorer, highest points. <laughs> like, but he immediately takes over as their best scorer. And they needed that desperately. So a big move for Lou Lamarillo, not pulling been, the plug been, on the season. They've been calling for his head. Oh yeah, there were there were a lot of uh, a lot of chance against him recently. But this is a huge bit of a gamble. They got to get him signed. He's going to be an unrestricted free agent. But still, an aggressive move, which is I like that. Oh, so I want that out of a front. So office. they so where did he come from? He came from Vancouver. So they didn't believe that Vancouver didn't believe they could re-sign him. So they they knew him. they couldn't. So they so they dumped him on on, yeah. on the. Man, yeah. if he don't and they a, got a they got a prospect. They got uh, Beauvillier, who's you know just a player. If he don't get him signed, and a, for, and a, a conditional first, so I'm I'm sure that's if they sign him. Ah, uh, well, they've got time. If they don't sign him before the trade deadline, they can flip him. So that could always happen. They too. can flip again. Yep. Yeah. So they'll, they'll work on getting him signed to an extension. But he said all the right things so far. Horvat did. How much money is that extension going to I mean, the guy's a 30-goal scorer. You know, he's a big time. And he was the captain of the Canucks. So he's a leader. He's got Mm. a lot of good things. He's a center. He's a top center, and that says a lot. So big move there on on that front. Uh, Meantime, Bart, there is a trade deadline, and the Knicks are in the rumors for several different players, as they should, because they're – they're a team that's overachieving a bit because they were expected to be a 500 team. They're still above 500. Play the Lakers tonight. And one of the names that I think is a great fit is OG Ananobi yeah. from the Toronto Raptors. He's 6'7", big, strong wing, 7'2 wingspan, good defender, leads the league in steals per game, 2.1. 37% career three-point shooter. Good fit, I would think, with Tom Thibodeau. But there's a reason why I don't have optimism that a deal like this is going to go down. And the reason has nothing to do with a fit or what it would cost to get him. To me, it's like that's a guy, you get him, You got he's got another year left on his deal, so you're not just getting him short-term. This is not a rental. This is a guy you could have for like two years. Yeah. And then figure it out from there. The issue is relationship between agencies. He is with Clutch Sports, Rich this, Paul. See, this is crazy. And CAA, obviously, uh, you know, Leon Rose, the president of the Knicks, and William Wesley, they basically established CAA basketball. Like, they were the main pieces. Like, Leon Rose ran it. Yeah. And they are agencies that they just clearly, in, in basketball circles, you can, they but, don't really get along see, this, well this, at this, all. This is what I don't get, because we see this happen in boxing all the time. Okay. And the reason we can't get Bud Crawford and, and um, Spence is because of promoters. Right? It, right. At some point, the player has to know what's good for him. And he has to overrule his 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 uh, agency and say, I wanna be I think New York's a good place for me. That's where I wanna be. And it shouldn't it shouldn't come down to what beef that these two agencies have with each other, why they don't like each other. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Well, there's a reason recent one, and that's the one I told earlier. So Nerlens Noel was with the Mavericks. He was represented by Clutch. Yeah. He became a free agent. They gave him some advice about what to do. They, I think the Mavericks offered him a contract. He turned it down. Yep, came became a free Knicks. agent and didn't get anything close to that. He had gotten hurt. So he, he went to the Knicks, signed him, and then the Knicks, and then he uh, left Clutch and went to CAA. And then afterward, sued Clutch for how they handled his free agency. Yeah. So they blame, he, he was blaming them. 
and yeah. sued them. Because they hold them back from And so that, of course, is now, that's a bad, uh, obviously, you do something like that, you're calling them out, it's bad for business. Yeah. And so that created even more animosity between the two sides. And that's where I think people have told me that's the belief of anybody around the league like that I've asked about this. I'm like, how do you think he'd fit in it? And like one person stopped me when I said, how do you think he'd fit? And he goes, he's not going there. And he, and he said, he's not going there that's because dumb. of the relationship. But that's dumb. That, it does, well, it is. does it make basketball sense? No. No. No, 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 no. Does it make basketball sense for, for the player to come to the Knicks? Oh, of course it does. It's good for it's, him because if he does well here. for his brand. 100%. So then if, if, if it doesn't happen, if I was him, I would sue Clutch too. Oh, Adenuba, you say? Yes. Like, well, what are I mean, you doing? There's going to be other don't teams let, that want them. I don't care. The Phoenix let, Suns let, are another team that are interested. Okay, that's a team that that got an opportunity to win a championship. See what I'm saying? So that's different. Well, they're they're bad this year, but it's still a good place to so, go. But so if it's bad this year, I'd rather be in New York. They only got my rights for two years. In two years, if I ball out in New York, they're going to have contracts falling yeah, off. He's 26 Rattles, years old. Like coming off. Right. At 28, I can get the bag. Right. Yeah. And, and guess what? New York doesn't get stars. See. Phoenix can, can attract a star because they got stars, but if I'm if I'm the first guy to to stay here, New York's going to feel pressure to give me the big bag. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't he want to come here? Because he has more opportunity to shine here than he does there, where they already got superstars. I'm telling you, like I was putting together this hypothetical of a starting five where he would fit in really well at the three, and you have him. And Grimes sort of as those lockdown defenders, yep. or whether Grimes can handle the guards and he can handle the forwards. He could also rebound and he and like Grimes, he can shoot the three. He's a thirty-seven percent three points. Yeah. So he can give you spacing, right? Yeah. And he doesn't need the ball. You know, like Barrett in the starting lineup is another guy who wants he can get you twenty, but he needs the ball. Right. And so that's what's created to me like Barrett might actually do better on the bench. Yeah. He's already gotten paid. Barrett's got a hundred yeah. million dollars. Like he's like this isn't going to affect him. His minutes won't change. Yeah, he'll still be able to play with the bench unit, and yet, yeah, and yet he, now you be, so your bench gets better. Your starting five gets tougher, and now you have a little more defensive protection out there because we saw Barrett against certain guys, Kuzma, Scotty Barnes. Can't keep up. Could, with he him. couldn't do it. Like he he he, he, try, he couldn't do he it. Can't keep up with him. He's not and athletic. And need, he's not fluid enough. Yeah, and you're going to need that. Yeah, like you're gonna see. But tonight. that's what the game's all about. You got to play. Jason Knicks have Tatum nobody and to guard LeBron. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I'm looking. I'm like, hypothetically, this really looks good. And if you're Ananobi and you come here, and now you get a lot tougher defensively, and suddenly the Knicks are like, look, are they going to win a championship with him? It doesn't turn you into a championship contender. No, but does it make you a little more formidable as a team? Yeah, it does. And that can only help him. A year from now in 2024 where you can opt out and get a new contract. Yeah. But I keep being told it's not going to happen. Clutch will not let him go to the Knicks. They don't want anybody on the Knicks. That's how it's going down. Seriously. So, I mean, if which, if would, I, if, which would blow my mind. If I'm the Knicks, I would, I would put a class action suit no, against you, them. Defamation. No. Why not? Because that's not how you do it. How do you do it then? If none of their players, you try to massage do, the do, relationship. Do, do they have anybody there from from? from no, from? you try to massage the relationship. You try to have a relationship with them. Actually, is Cam Reddish clutch? Wouldn't that be something? Hmm. I got. I wonder what. I got to look it up because that would also be a big part of it, wouldn't it? That that's a trade. But I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. Right. Cam Reddish is with clutch. <laughs> oh boy. Right. <laughs> 
How's that look right now? I sweep the leg on LeBron. It's... No, I'm saying Cam. They're not playing him. They buried. They buried him basically. I know. And so, Clutch, so, so Clutch so, even so, more so, so, like so, so, we don't want to have yeah, guys on this so, team because yeah. look what they did to Cam. Clutch is like, yo, you burying my guy. Jeez. That's why Knicks can't have good. You've good got to see again, but that's what's important about a front office. You need to be able to work with everyone, right? You've got to be able to massage these relationships and make it work. So far, Leon Rose. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying figure out a way. You got to get this team better. Can I ask you something? You just did. What has Leon Rose brought here from being an agent? What 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 relationship has he brought us here? Because if we thought it was going to get us down to Mitchell, what what has his but, relationship yeah. with the agency? How has it benefited the Knicks? He got you Tom Thibodeau through his relationship. I don't, nobody cares about that. Tom Tom and, needed and, a job, and he got you Jalen Brunson as part of a relationship. But anything else? I mean, I, it's it's fair. The Evan Fournier deal was not a good deal. It wasn't. He he's he was not a good fit. You I know, mean, the drafting we, that they've done has we, been, you know, I mean, Grimes was a good find, quickly was a good find, but you could argue that they passed on people like Maxi, they passed on people like um Halliburton, you know, like there were huh. other players that you could have gotten. No, it's coming from the back, man. All but, the hate coming out. He said Desmond Bain. Yeah, Jacob did mention Bain as well. It was a late first, but you know, like that but you could argue though that the picks they've made are plain. That's all I'm saying. You asked me what has he brought. I'm telling you what he brought. We thought we thought that War Ride West and everybody, we were going to have inside scoops. We were going to be the cool team now. Mm-hmm. People will come to us. They'll believe in us. Right. I keep saying us. I'm a Nets fan. You're a who? Nets fan. How dare you? Listen, you're just doing that to me. I'm you're not, just doing it. You're, no, you're, just, uh, you're a Nets fan. No, I'm the underdog, dude. Yeah. I was a Nets fan before the, they the, even got the, Katie the, and the Kyrie. The Nets are an underdog? I said before they got KD and Kyrie. All right, so with that in mind. They were sitting there with Jairus LeVert and Allen, which they should never trade half of those guys. Coming up next, we're going to test your how much you really do like the Nets. Okay. Because I'm going to play for you something that one of their players said and see how you react to it okay. as an athlete we gotta, who we prides smile. himself on somebody that – how many games did you miss in your entire 11-season career, Bart Scott? One. One. It was because I needed to get my the swelling out. It was a, right. next to a bye week. Mm-hmm. So I needed two weeks to get the swelling out. Yeah. So, I, so, I out. so uh, let's discuss load management with Bart Scott. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. You know, sometimes like like I'm reading something while talking because you multitask when you host radio shows. Yep. You do a lot of things at one time. I'm checking to see what the callers are. I'm reading what is the next read to do. And, and so I'm just at, you know, filling, the filling the air with a phone number. Yep. And it's just Pavlovian sometimes that I just looking at Miles Leonard too. It's all Miles, kind of stuff yeah, going that, on. that that story. Yeah, you know, uh, that's right now on. What is that? You know, that's inside. You know, that's that. Oh, that's a E60 Jeremy Shop. Yeah, Jeremy yeah. Shop type stuff. Okay. In the meantime, um, I want to play you something, Bart. So, again, let's just reiterate. In your 11 seasons in the NFL, mm-hmm. how many games did you miss? One. One. The Miami Dolphins game. And why did you miss that game? I had tore ligaments in my toe, and it was swelling, and I had to. I tried to get a, give it a week coming up with the bye week to see if I could get some of the swelling out. Now, this injury, what did it lead to in the end? Retirement. Yeah. So pretty damn serious is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So I, need it took total, that. I need a total total reconstruction, but I played 13 weeks with it. So it took that yeah. for you to sit up. Yeah. Uh, I want you to hear Kyrie Irving of your very favorite, your your favorite team, your Brooklyn Nets, mm-hmm. talking about the NBA's growing problem with load management and you know players not being available every night. I see it from both sides and I, and I have to sit in the middle and just say we have things in, in the works right now that we talk about, but all in all, everybody's body is different, everybody's will to play is different, and everybody's desire to be out there is different. Will to play, desire to be out there. Mm-hmm. What, what, can you explain, you as a professional athlete, I'm just a regular Joe. Yeah. I, I don't understand this level of athleticism where you know, you're not motivated to be out there every night to play all the time. I can't understand that as a as just a regular person. Can you explain that to me? Like, tell me all the times where you just didn't feel like playing, so you just sat out. Well, see, what makes b- basketball different from football is that you don't play once a week. Of course. In football, you play once a week. So what we have for the older guys is the 30 and over club. So a lot of guys, like, everybody knows that Julio pretty much hasn't practiced. Julio Jones. Jones. Quintoris. Yes. Um, he hasn't practiced probably like five, his, the last five years. He rarely practices on Wednesday, Thursday. So, in essence, that's load management days for him. So, it's different in football. We see it in baseball all the time. That's why we applaud Kyle Ripken. And the thing is, because it's become a culture, players don't push themselves past certain points. But when you push yourself past certain points, it builds a callus where you – know how to stay relevant, right? right? You know how to stay healthy mm-hmm. because you're used to pushing yourself through stuff. But now these guys don't push themselves to a certain point. So when they have to have it in the playoffs where you, you have no choice but to play, that's why you see their bodies break down because their bodies aren't used to pushing through mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not beneficial to you to, to, to kind of operate that way. I forgot last year it was a, it was one player 
that played every game. I forgot what team it was. In the NBA. In the NBA. Was it Bridges or somebody like that from yes. Phoenix? Well, he, he has not missed a game since he came into the league. Yeah. But some people argue that, hey, like if he doesn't play a long time, they're going to say, oh, well, that's because he never took days off and he didn't recover and his body broke down. Yeah. I mean, you look at guys like A.C. Green. Yep. Like guys that just play Nobody ever every right. single day. Yeah, just available. And the problem is athletes today are built differently. And culture, culture. All right. That's where I want to go. Culture. It's a culture thing. Built, man. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. I think culture generational. Because you say it's like the athletes are built differently. We had a caller earlier that was trying to tell me that the game's faster. No, it's not. And so because no, of that. What player is faster than Deion Sanders? It's a greater demand no, on no, you. No, no, Lie. That's, what the, that's Lie. all this stuff the was game, trying to explain the, to the me. The game's not fast. Well, I also think the game is not as physical. Right. So, and football, you could say the same thing. It's not. They in, the, they in the NBA and the and NFL, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, yeah. that was way more. It was so much harder to yes. get through a whole season. You were just beat up. But there was a badge of honor about being available game in, game out, yep. giving it the best you have. Now, there's something that has changed generationally, and it's not like it's not just the idea of this generation soft. That's easy to say. I will say this. You are judged now on success, statistics, yep. and money. All of that, one leads to the other, leads to the other, right? Statistics leads to success, success yep. leads to the money. So I can use against you that Bart Scott, you played that whole season. You're under. You're now a free agent, and in the first month or two, well, you have put up really great numbers. But your last month really tailed off, and that tells me, you know, overall now your numbers really didn't hit the marks we thought they'd hit. Mm-hmm. So you're not you're not worth ten million. You're worth six million. Yeah, and you could say, but wait, wait, I got hurt in the I second play, and month I through it, and I played injured, so there were some things I couldn't do, and I would say that's not my problem. Yeah, your numbers. Don't match what a ten million dollar a year numbers are, so you're getting the six million dollars instead, yeah. and now you're screwed. But counterpoint, okay, I had twelve sacks. I don't care what months they came in. Twelve sacks is twelve sacks. You get paid for double digit sacks. Don't matter. Well, so that's I don't a, care if you got one and you fell into one. That's different. Again, if you had an unbelievable start and then it still levels up. What I'm saying is your end of season stats. Yeah, they all look differently compared to. When you did them. So you could have had six in the first month on pace for an unbelievable season, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, you played every game and you only had eight. Listen. So you had six and then you only ended up with eight. So I, I'm judging you on eight, not I, on, the, I, I, on not on the you know what I'm gonna say? 24 that you would have been you, you on know, pace for. You know what I'm going to say? What? Those, those, six, those six in the first months helped us win. So do you want to decide what games you win and what games you don't win? Because last I checked, they all count when getting into the postseason, which made you be able to host a playoff game, which helped your organization. But you get can more say money. all that. I think agents and players saw that and said it doesn't it doesn't do me any good to play if I if I'm eighty percent and I can't put a, I can't get my now, stats. Now that's going to cost now, me now, money. Now, now what it is that is it. Guys, don't in the NBA, play. it is guys, because guys, guys your shooting percentage could could dip tremendously because like I got a bad elbow. Or my my shoulders sore, and I'm going to get 12 shots up in this game. I might only make two, and now all of a sudden, instead of me being a 49 percent shooter, if I go through two weeks because the shoulders bothering me, and nobody knows about it because I'm not going to talk about it, right? And now my shooting percentage has dropped. It looks bad on me. Oh, he's going through a shooting slump. But meanwhile, I'm just hurt. But yeah. I'm not telling anybody. See, but that's but that's why that's why you look at where sports are today, 
And it's because of that. Because it's not That's always right. it's not always about the Everything's the, based on, it's not on always numbers. About, it's not always about the numbers. I'm with you. Right. The numbers don't tell the whole story. Right. You but know, that's the problem I think we're having. We can blame players for being soft. We could say it's a soft mentally thing. We can do all that and make the case for how we were just tougher back then. But I'm telling you, a lot of the motivation behind not playing is because of the numbers and the impact it can have on how you're viewed as a player. There's that. But what Kyrie said, some guys don't have the desire to play every night. I know you know guys in the NFL that didn't love to play football yeah, but played it. Yeah, exactly. Everybody plays for a different reason. Some yeah. people play because they love to play. Right. They love the violence. They love the competition. Some people play because they want the money. So if those guys had the option, like the NBA gives players apparently the option to not play. Yeah. Would they take a Sunday off? They, they're going to say, ah, and they're going to over-embellish how hurt they really are. There you go. Like, ah, I mean, I don't know. It's but in the NFL, weird. it's a different it's a different culture than it is in the NBA. But no, no, you get it's it. It's acceptable in the NBA now, and no, that's a problem for the NBA. Depending on the position, you see guys all the time. I mean, how many times we had to look at Kadarius Toney not shoot up for the Giants? So much so that Dave was like, yo, we don't even know what, you, what your injury is. By the way, did he play for the Chiefs in the uh, AFC Championship game? Yeah, he tapped out. Mm-hmm. Tap, tap. Yeah, you know I mean, this is to go so to much Super for the Hall of Fame. Yeah, this is to go to the Super. No, right. but he still balled out. Did you see he made some amazing plays though? Right, <laughs> he will not let Hold go on. of that. He made some amazing plays. Did uh, he not? I'm just saying. Did he not make some amazing plays? I'm just. I don't remember him even being on the field at the end of the game. Hey, he made some amazing plays though. He's going to Super Bowl. All you got to make six. is two plays in the Super Bowl. <laughs> They're gonna be like, oh man, like Odell did. Yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of Odell, he's starting to work out now. People are starting to get that attention around him. All right, so we'll get your calls. We have the Power Hour coming up, Bart. Looks like you're getting into a better mood. Looks like some of that, you know, angry is starting to go away. Woosah, as you got through the traffic battle today, getting yourself here. That's only because I know I'm getting paid for half day's work. <laughs> it's always a good way to look at it. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.